Boom! There it is, ladies and gents. We're ready to rock and roll on this Tuesday. Adapting your business. Look, the internet is here to stay. It ain't going nowhere. And if you're a business not making content, you're a dying breed. But if you want to make that change, this episode's for you. So let's get started. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life. Prestige, wealth, freedom. It can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real-life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It can be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you, and welcome to another episode of Business Bros! Boom! All right, ladies and gents, let's drop some fire intro for you guys here. Here we go. Business sounds easy until you get down to work. You realize that you have to learn how to sell, how to market, and how to become a brand that people know, like, and trust. And podcasting is a great way to build a brand, to create marketing content, and lead generate. And today's guest is here to share his experience in podcasting and how he's used it to build his business. So let's welcome to the show from Gas Digital Network, Ralph Sutton. Ralph, I wow. keep it at a 10 at the very beginning. I keep going at a 10. What do you think, man? Wow. Could you make it any louder, please? I still have a little bit of one of my eardrums left. So, <laughs> Well, dude, that's just the way we roll, man. Nothing but energy. Uh, let me ask you this, dude. Uh, you're in podcasting. You've got a couple shows that you host. Uh, you've built a business. Why get into this space? Uh, well, first, let me ask you this. Where's the other bro? It's just business bro. It's not business bros. Where's your bro? Right? All right, so quick little story. It was business bros for first three years, but I committed him to three years, and after that, he's like, hey, you know what? I need to take a break. This is not uh, part of my everyday routine. So now he runs the insurance business uh, part of our our, uh, little corporation thing. So uh, that's what he's doing right now. So why don't you put your cute little face on both sides of the the, uh, picture there so that way it makes a little bit more sense? Or maybe the guest picture would be the other picture. That that works. That works. I know. I kept, I I told him, if you leave, dude, all I got to do is drop the S on the bros and just be business bro. And he's like, yeah, Yeah. that's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll I'll allow it. So I will give you the summation. I did radio for a very long time. I had a nationally syndicated radio show that was on about a hundred stations. And that led to me being on MTV and VH1 as a host and hosting a bunch of music festivals and rock festivals. And that's what I did for most of my adult life. You know, on the side, I also, I went to cooking school. I ran a restaurant for a few years and some other, you know, I'm 52. So I've done a lot of shit in my life. But at um, one point, the radio show is on 100 stations. That's what I do for a living, hosting festivals, blah, blah, blah. But then it became very obvious to me that radio was slowly dying, that it was not Mm -hmm. mattering anymore. I don't need to get into the whole nuance of it. Obviously, you have this uh, entire channel devoted to why podcasting is the platform that you should care about. And I made that realization eight years ago that there was not a time for me to be still trying to push a radio show. And it was also very obvious in the declining income of a radio show that I got on. I was on more stations than ever, but I was making less money. So that was all I needed to know. I don't think it means what you think it means. Suck, man. Yeah. So then, um, I, the, the best example I give, I used to host these, this festival and in the backstage area, there's a thing they would call radio row, which is like 
every radio station that wanted to be interviewing the band as they come off stage, the hierarchy of importance was the closer you are to the stage. And it was always us almost right, if not in second position, maybe third position. Because when a band comes off stage, how many interviews are they going to do? The bigger bands, maybe one or two, if any, and then they're out and the smaller bands would work their way down. And every year my radio show was going further and further down the radio row. And then the first and second positions were a YouTuber, a website, a podcaster, Sirius XM or whatever. I was like, all right, well, this is all the hard data I need. So eight, seven, eight years ago, I started my podcast, the first one, the SDR show. And it was just, I'm thinking of a name at the time. Now they say there's 10 million podcasts. I don't know if I believe that, but let's say there's a million to be fair. At the time they said there was a hundred thousand. What name would make somebody look at a show and go, oh, I will listen to that. So we called it sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Who's not going to yeah. listen to that? If you're a red-blooded yeah. American man, you're going to listen to that. You already know I get it. I'm pushing play. And that's how we started the podcast. And then it grew and grew. I'm in my second bedroom in my apartment right now. This is where I would do my radio show. So we just kind of also did the podcast here. I was doing them both at the same time. And the way I would do it is a band would come in to do my radio show because eight years ago, nobody cared about podcasting. Podcasting was for people that couldn't do radio, but I yep. just felt like it was something. So a band would come in and say, hey, hang out for an extra half hour. We'll tape my podcast. And that's how we booked guests in the beginning. And after a few months, we started making money on the podcast. And then it got bigger and bigger. And then I decided, well, my radio show is like a hundred small stations. You put them together. And I had a half a million people listening every weekend. Any one of those stations on their own were worthless not worthless, but weren't a lot. You put all of them together and then I could make a living. And yeah. I said with my rate, my podcast at the time had maybe 5,000 listeners. And I was like, well, if I could get a few other podcasts like mine that had five or 6,000 listeners, that's 25,000 listeners. That's enough to make some money. That's enough to excite an advertiser. So we started the network with four shows in my house and three were on a Monday. One was on a Wednesday which was mine. So Monday was the shitty day. Um, you can curse. Are we, are we on a, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, you're good. I just want to make sure. Sorry. So Monday would be three, three strangers in my house roll day recording. And Wednesday I was recording my show anyway. So it didn't matter. I was one crappy day. You go a year forward. We have 11 shows. There's people in my apartment every day. They're breaking things. Someone stole a TV. I still don't know who oh my it was. Gosh. Uh, they broke my, 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 you know, toilets. They would eat, eat all my food. <laughs> drink my alcohol. And I told my business partner, if we don't get this out of my house soon, I'm either going to kill somebody or <laughs> shut it all down. One or the other is going to happen. So we probably moved prematurely. We moved to a studio nearby. I found a place that was like kind of underground, felt like a speakeasy vibe. And we opened it up and here we are now. We just, that was, it was a, there were three little storefronts and we took one of the three storefronts. And then two years later, we took the second one. And now uh, two years later, we took the third one. And now we have all three storefronts. We have three studio spaces there, 23 shows there. That also led to us wow. building a pretty big advertising company where we sell for 20 shows off network on top of the 22 on network. We also do uh, nycpodcasting.com, which has become a pretty big rental business. Adam Kroller rented it today. You know, um, Joe Rogan has been in the rented the studios. We've had, um, I mean, the New York Knicks were in the studios. We have really nice studios over there. 
The Sopranos, that show, the first year and a half, two years, they yeah. were using our studio. So we became the the podcast space because we were the first podcast studio in New York that was designed with video in mind. Not like mm. most podcast studios where after the fact, they're like, oh, shit, we should probably put cameras in. And you see wires everywhere. The angles are weird. It just doesn't look right. We said, let's make it look good first. And so that's why we, we built the studios with video in mind. And so we ended up building up a few businesses. Gas Digital has the network, has the ad side, which we called it the ad side because that's how we always referred to it. <laughs> then we have uh, nycpodcasting.com and we have podcastmerch.com where we sell T-shirts, hats, mugs, sweatshirts, hoodies, blah, 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 for not just the shows on the network, but for probably 20, 30 other shows as well. So all of them are under the umbrella of Gas Digital. And in the five years that we've been in business have condensed to about a four minute speech. So there you go. Dude, that's still like one hell of a story. I've been at this for uh, just a little, just over four years, and mm -hmm. you've you've doubled that time, and I mean, massively built a, an amazing network and an amazing business out of the podcast space. How much of what you did in radio? How much of that just kind of rolled over? Yeah, you might have exited those waves, but you took the business model and everything that you learned in that industry and took it with you, right? So yeah, so it meant a lot. So a couple of things. One. Uh, first, we'll start with from the podcast space. The SDR show was originally on All Things Comedy, which is a pretty big podcast network. My business partner, his podcast was on another podcast network, and he had another show that was on yet another podcast network. My radio show was with a syndication company, and I also worked with an ad sales company. So we got to see all different sides of the business from different aspects of how different companies work. So we would talk about what do we like with it? Company A does. What don't we like about what Company A does? And onward down the, the 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 ladder. So we put together our business structure based on what we felt worked and didn't work from the other podcast companies. With the radio question, what I did for sure was I understood the way because podcasting was so new. I mean, it still is new, but yeah. back then it was so new. I could speak to the ad sales companies because I understood how they thought from a radio perspective, mm. right? I know what they wanted. I knew what terms like, you know, TSLs and, and AQH and all this other nonsense that probably the average podcaster wouldn't understand when they talked to an ad sales company. You know, yes, they, you could still, even if you're just a solo podcaster, you don't need that. You could go, like my SDR show, my first ad sales was me going to talk to a strip club in Jersey. And I was like, dude, look, we have a lot of listeners in Jersey. Just give me 50 bucks a week and you can be the only strip club we ever talk about. And he's like, gave me, opened his wallet, he gave me 200 bucks. He goes, all right, here you go. Take the first month. And I was like, all right, now I got beer money and I'm paying for our hosting for the show. Yes. That's how yep. we started. You know, and I just to, to reiterate on podcasting for anyone, obviously, this is what this is about. If you're looking to start something on the social media platform of any kind, right? And you hear there's, they say 10 million. Again, I'll say one, a million podcasts out there. You're like, oh my God, how am I going to stand out in front of a million podcasts? It's not possible, blah, 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 right? Go start a YouTube channel where there's 40, like there's like, I think there's 10 billion or whatever the hell it is on YouTube or Instagram and try and compete with that. And then let's say you're able to accomplish a great deal. You get 25,000 people to follow you on Instagram. Good for you. It means nothing. 
You get 25,000 people to listen to your podcast. You can make a living. Forget yes. about make money. You can make a goddamn living off of yes. 25,000 people listening to a podcast. It's not going to be a great living, but you can certainly pay your bills and do more than just 25,000 on Instagram. I don't even know if you'd get an option to be selling advertising at 20. You need like a million or half a million. YouTube, I, it's at least a million, you know, and then the term that the world bases on is, uh, you know, the how much you're going to make per thousand per. listeners. CPM mm -hmm. rate, you know, cost per thousand. Podcasting is what? Ten times what TikTok is? So yeah. why yeah. would you bother? Of course, you need to be on all of them. But why would you concentrate on a platform where you need two million followers versus one where you need twenty five thousand? Forget about the fact that one only has a million and one has. I don't know, a billion people on it. So it makes no sense. You're preaching to the choir. I totally agree with you. But the question always comes up, and this is the, the dilemma, right? There's so many people that are teaching you how to grow your Instagram page, and you can jump on reels and do a bunch of strategies. You can do paid ads, all kinds of stuff. How do I grow a podcast? I mean, you're right. There's 10 million podcasts that have been started. A million, a million are probably active right because people start a podcast put like active two ish. episodes ish. active -ish. active ish i'll give you that one active ish uh so what's the secret then how do you grow a radio show how do you grow a podcast what is it is there like a secret sauce or something that you know that you formulate to get into that audience base well, first of all uh what i will tell you that the, the negative let's start with is that yes you need to be on all social media platforms for sure just like i remember interviewing david lee roth from Van Halen a hundred years ago on my radio show. And he said, when they signed their deal with whatever record label they were on, I remember he was like, yeah, I know we're going to be, our record is going to be in New York city. I know a record is going to be in the, you know, in the store in LA. I want to walk into a random store in Iowa and see our album. You mm -hmm. want to be where people are looking. So for the same respect you have, if you have your podcast, you got to be on YouTube, second biggest search engine on the planet. You got to be on Instagram. You got to be on TikTok. You got to be everywhere. But I will tell you, an infinitesimal amount of people jump platforms. I'm on Instagram. Don't tell me about your stupid podcast. I'm on Instagram. I'm watching TikTok videos. Don't make me open up the podcast player. I'm not going to do it. 90% of people, if not 99% of people, don't want to switch, right? So you need to think about, well, where can I go where people don't have to switch? That would be other podcasts, right? So if you do what you do on other podcasts, that's the best way to start growing your show. Get on other shows. Become known for anything, and then you are the guy that can go on other podcasts. So like I was writing a, a, for some paper called Social Underground on stories about sex, drugs, and rock and roll, you know, dating stories, hosting music events, blah, blah, blah. I did it for 50 bucks an article. Sure. Why not? And then I was the guy that, oh, this guy wrote an article on this, or I would submit it to another podcast. Hey, I just in, talked about how to have a threesome with your girlfriend. And then another rock, another sex podcast podcast. Like, yeah, we'll have this guy on. You join every Facebook group, every Reddit about podcasts. People are always looking for guests. That's the one thing that's good about a million podcasts because you need to find, they all need to find guests. So go on any podcast. I don't care if the podcast has 12 listeners. Get two of them to listen to your show afterwards and do that a hundred times. Now you've started to build an audience. 
Dude, it takes, I don't think it, people understand the work that it does take, right? They have this impression that I'm going to start it and then everybody's going to find me. You've been doing it for eight years now. When you first started, how long does it actually take yeah, it before takes, you get the momentum? Longer. It's going to take, it takes longer and longer every time because there's more and more shows. But I have firmly believe in ABP, always be promoting. I never leave my house without stickers, number one. Number two, I consider a day of failure if I didn't get at least five people to subscribe to my show. So I will mm. be, the, the story I tell a million times was five years ago, I was on jury, uh, I had uh, jury duty, you know, I got 11 people to sign up my, with my podcast at the end of that trial, all 11 of them signed up to my show because I told, come on, just subscribe, just write a dumb interview. Just say you loved it. Just do it. Get people to do it. You have friends, you have family, get them to do it. I will start with telling you, when you start your podcast, you are going to stink in the yes. beginning. I don't Thank care you. who you are. The, the best <laughs> advice I give you is, A, figure out what category you're going to be in, right? Mm -hmm. Listen to the top shows. What do I like? What don't I like? Figure that out. No one has an original idea in podcasting, so don't worry about that. There's no original idea in movies. There's no original idea in books. They, but when someone boils it down to this five stories, whatever, it doesn't matter. Do yours better. Do yours slightly differently be more rigid, be, be more creative. It doesn't matter. You can do that. That part's not important. It's what's important to you. If you can be passionate about it, that's all that matters, right? But once you start recording, listen back to your podcast. Yes. If you can't make it through to the end of your podcast, nobody's making it through to the end of your podcast. <laughs> Dude, that is so true. And and here's here's the thing. Don't quit because you suck, right? Just because right. you're not very good, you can always get better. I always talk about how when I first started, I couldn't complete a sentence, filler words like crazy, ums, just getting stuck all the time. So my brother and I grabbed a glass jar and we gave each other a stack of quarters and we gave that glass jar a microphone. And literally when we're having our conversation, if he heard me with a filler word, Cling, you'd hear it drop on the uh, on the mic, and that same thing I would do for him. And it's just perfecting your craft as you're doing it, because the more content you're putting out, it, there's more places for people to find you. You take mm -hmm. your long form, you cut it down to short form, you place it on social media, more people will find you. Like it's okay if you're not good at first, but you have to improve. When is it that you might get stuck in your own space or your own headspace where you think like, nope, this is how I do things. This is where I'm at. Uh, and, and then you catch yourself like in, a, in this like downward spiral. Well, I would say this. I mean, I've been doing broadcasting of some capacity since I'm 29 years old and I'm 52, right? And I've been lucky. I've gotten successful, whatever you want to call that, in various platforms. In fact, I was telling my mom today how wild it is. Like when I was in the rock space with radio, and all these guys that I was such a fucking fan of that I became friends with. You know, they started hanging out with these guys. And in the comedy space now, these guys that I idolize, I've become friends with. And it's, it's mind-boggling. But what I can tell you is I'm never happy with the quality of my show. Yes. I'm always striving, how can I make it better? We have weekly meetings at the network. There's about 22 pro producers or, or engineers and editors. Every Monday we meet, and the topic is, pitch ideas to make things better whether it's camera angles whether it's lower thirds whether it's segments whether it's uh, out on the street anything there's no bad ideas let's just shoot the shit and come up with ideas for any one of the shows on the network maybe something on show a would work better on show f let's just see 
and always strive to be better. You should never be happy. And also, by the way, you get 100,000 listeners, good for you. What you should be asking yourself is, how do I get 200,000? If I get 200,000 listeners, why don't I have 500,000? I remember I was talking to a comedian once and his his podcast was blowing up. And I was like, dude, I saw you. You're like, you know, even on YouTube, you're getting like, I don't know, half a million views per episode. Good for you, man. Great. Congratulations. His response was, I don't know, fucking Joe Rogan gets 20 million. So what does my half a million mean? And that's the right attitude. You should always think, how do I get better? Don't rest on your laurels because then you're done. You should always want to do better. Well, let me ask you, I mean, it's not often that I get an experienced uh, radio DJ. I don't get uh, an experienced podcaster, someone who's built a network. It means you've seen a lot of podcasts. Uh, you've seen how they book. You've seen how they do the show. What kind of feedback can you give me to help me improve? Or like, what am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? Uh, well, I think, look, first of all, there is no right or wrong. Let's start with that, right? That Just because I like or dislike something doesn't mean shit in fact whenever someone asks me the first thing i say is what the fuck do i know just because i happen to have got some success it doesn't mean shit because there are shows that do extremely well that i cannot stand so it doesn't mean that my answer is the right answer right that's number one number two i do like some of the things a lot the graphics are really nice although i would get rid of the other guy because it is confusing i don't like how the the bros is cut off on the bottom on the screen that is kind of weird, right? You should look about how the, the graphics behind layout, they could be moving better or something like that. It is cute. I would say that the clip that you played for the sound clip from uh, Princess Bride meant nothing to what we were talking about. If it was a clip that was on point with a topic I was making or a point I was making, I would say that would be great. If it's a random topic, it's the wrong thing for a business show. Does that make sense? How's that? He ain't lying. There we go. There yeah, he ain't lying. There yeah, there you go. That's my answer. Also, I'd say your 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 two shots a little weird because I would rather see it be a split screen than a big screen and a small screen because we are it it, it puts too much emphasis on me and it makes it feel more like I'm the focal point as opposed to us having a conversation. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. Might I get that. Limit, I, that you might know, be it's a funny because I'm always trying to test limited. you. No, no, I mean, it, it's just depends on like how you run better. it, right? Yeah, yeah, that, I like that much better. This is this is your thing. Yeah, my my only, uh, and I'll give you the logic behind it, right? Because I'm the same thing as you. I'm always thinking, how do I improve the show? How do I make it better? So the layout difference just gives me the movement. Of yeah, no, I know. I agree there should be of... movement. I 100% agree. I think that that makes sense. So what you could do also is animate the graphic behind you because then there is movement because it's mm. been proven that people will watch longer if there's some animation on the screen. That's just the, that's why you see with and CNN or Fox or whatever, there's the, the logo moves a little bit or whatever. And I would say you don't need to say business pros three times, four times, four times on your screen, five times on your screen. It's a little much. Six times. It says it's six times on your screen. Oh, snap. You know, that's one, a little two, much. Three, four, five, six. There's one You're in right. your right. Yeah, that. It's a little much. Is there, wait, that might be seven. One, two. Three, four, five, six, seven. Seven times on your screen. He's got the URL. Holy moly. It's a little much. It's a little much. Well, see, but this is exactly what I love about being able to do a podcast. A, I could easily say, yeah, so what? I love throwing my label on there. I'm going to do it as many times as I want. 
But the other side of that is I literally get to have feedback from people like you, right? And I'm like, okay, well, I didn't see that before. I didn't see seven. There's a reason why I don't need that many. Let's uh, let's change this stuff up or animating the background. Like that stuff I didn't even think about. Having that network of people around you, when you talk about where you have those weekly meetings and everybody just kind of tosses ideas, I mean, how beneficial is that to not just your podcast, but the shows that they're running as well? It's it's, uh, unbelievably powerful. And I would say that the best thing to do also is if you have friends, uh, we all have friends that you could say, dude, just watch my show. Tell me what you think and be ready, which I tell people always, I get asked a lot this, right? So my response first is, listen, if you just want me to tell you I like your show, I don't need to watch it. If you're ready for me to give you feedback that you may not want to hear, then I'll, I'll spend the time and I'll listen or watch, you know, because if it's a friend of mine, I'll do that. But very often people just want you to say, oh, dude, that was awesome. And then, then I don't need to watch for that. I can just tell you, dude, that was awesome. I don't need to be a part of it. But people, a lot of people don't want real feedback, but always my caveat is, what the fuck do I know? You know, maybe what works for me doesn't work for other people. I, what can I tell you? You know, it doesn't mean there is no, with the beauty about looking about music, there is no 100% right answer. So I just feel it's, like it's, it's a, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. But e- even critiques, right? Being able to take the critique and realize that it's somebody giving you constructive criticism and it's one person in the marketplace, right? Like right. that's the other side of it is you're getting one person's opinion. The best thing you can do is just ask people over and over again. And I love what you said earlier where you're like, dude, my goal for every single day is to get five people to subscribe to my show or to yeah. to, to whatever it is, right? Like you on Instagram yeah. or whatever you're doing to promote your stuff. But to do this five times a day, this is where you can start getting some feedback. The more you're doing that, the more conversations you're having with these people, the more constructive criticism you're going to get. And don't take it the wrong way. Think of this is ways that you can improve. Your audience is literally telling you what they want from right. you if you're willing to ask them and listen. And then just remember this also. I mean, the nature of podcasting or social media in general, unfortunately, people like to shit on people. That's what it is, right? People just like to make fun of people, shit on people. That is what it is. I would say, just remember the people that are talking about you, nobody's talking about them, right? So that's a way to like kind of frame it. If a podcaster or a icon that you respect tells you, hey, I listened to your show, dude, I'm sorry. I really fucking hated it, man. I don't know what to tell you, right? Then maybe take his advice, you know, maybe. But even so... They could be wrong too. There is no right or wrong. But I would just say 90% of what comes in are just people that are shitting on you because you're doing something they want to do, you know? And that's it. it is what it is. Man, Ralph, I had the, one of my mentors on the show really early on in the podcast. He's one of my real estate mentors. And they have a daily podcast, right? And at the time, I think they were getting like 100,000 downloads per episode on the real estate side. And he was like, yeah, I'll go on your show, no problem. And at the beginning of the show, it was my brother and I, and we do the intro. And we would, you would hear us literally say it on the show, business bros. Uh, mm-hmm. In the middle of the episode, the very beginning, he's like, do you guys do that on every episode? We're like, yeah. He's like, that is so stupid. <laughs> just like, like, let us have it right on the show. Like, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Yeah, and but by the way, there's the nothing. it hurt my feelings, right? Yeah, but, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that, that's, that was his opinion. Right. And also, by the way, I guarantee you somewhere at some point, someone came up to you and said that, you know, like they said, oh, you're on the show. I'm a business. But annoying is not necessarily bad. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean anything. It's memorable. 
it, it can be it can be miserable no i Ralph, said memorable dude, uh, not miserable. We're having memorable. A good time. Mem i said memorable not miserable oh me memorable yes definitely for sure for sure um dude we've been talking about podcasting the whole time and the networks that you've built are really cool what is it that uh that people pay you for what is it that people come so to we have you a paid to, network to do and how can they get a hold of you so i mean all i don't really care about the i mean yes of course we have a, a ton of subscribers and i love that they pay to subscribe and they get premium content that way but really all i care about is listening to the podcast we make more money on the ad sale side than we do in the subscriber side if you decide to subscribe to the network because you want to get it a week early and you want to get a commercial free and you want to get it in HD and you want to live chat with everybody else, you could use the code SDR. You get a seven day free trial at gasseasonalnetwork.com and uh, you get 20% off. But just listen to the show. You know, that's all I care about. The SDR show does well. We're in the top 100 of comedy. My health and wellness show called Good Sugar is in the top 50 of health and wellness. Uh, and they Good Sugar comes out once a week. SDR show comes out twice a week. Uh, we just had the Black Keys on. We had um, we had a bunch of major guests on. We I forget who I'm interviewing Devo tomorrow. It's an '80s rock band, but you know an '80s pop band. They sang "Whip It, Whip It Good," you know. Uh, but we've had everyone from Kiss to Mark Cuban to Neil deGrasse Tyson, and we've had a, every rock star you could think of uh, on the show as well. Dude ladies and gents look i'm telling you podcasting is the way to go and if you can do ralph a favor check out the podcast that he's got going on i mean it's it's one thing if you don't listen to podcasts at all that's fine but most of us have time in the car now now that we're going back to work on a regular basis pop on the network check out some of the stuff that ralph's got going on and if you have a podcast that you want to get on his show make sure you check him out you guys can follow him by the way i am ralph sutton pretty much everywhere i love it when somebody goes with their branding and it's consistent all the way through ralph man it's been a uh, a great episode i love talking podcasts especially with people who are in the podcast space uh and lastly before we go man any final thoughts or any last minute uh, commentary before we head out yeah if you're going to start a podcast key thing be consistent put it out every whatever your time frame is if it's daily if it's weekly if it's bi-weekly be consistent and i would say start with less Start with a 20-minute podcast. That's easy to do. And then if later on you decide, Jesus, we're filling up 20 minutes so easily, and you go to 30, 40, 50, whatever, great. If you're doing an hour podcast, and then you decide, you know what? It's too much. We're going to go to 20. You're pissing off your fan base. So start with less, and then grow it from there. Consistency, dude. That's the key. That's what's going to get you to the next level, ladies and gents. You are going to suck at the beginning make yourself some small goals that you can actually achieve and watch the progression happen. Just stick to it. Show up every day, record, post, create don't the content. Be obsessed with numbers. You're going to get better. And don't be obsessed with numbers. Don't be obsessed with numbers. It doesn't fucking matter. Don't look at your damn download numbers. Don't worry about it. Dude, it, consistency. That's all <laughs> I can say, right? Just stick yeah. to it. Just stick to it. I promise you, you'll get better. Besides, this is your show. This is your podcast. At any given time, you can change it. Change the branding. Drop the S and just make it business bros. Take off six of those other business bros logos at any time. Animate your backgrounds, whatever you want to do. It's your show. Do it your way. But always, uh, I always encourage the feedback. It's always best. Ralph, thank you very much for the feedback you gave me and for the time on the show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you guys again manana. Peace. And we're out. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast, but not just any podcast, podcasts like a pro.
we can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. Go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today. Business Bros! All right, my brother. All right, dude. Thank you.